four. Get my shoes on out the door. Five, I'm alive. Six, seven, eight, feeling great. Nine, gonna shine, life is good. I'm doing fine. Ten, gonna do it right and do it again. Yeah, I look into the sky with all the beautiful color, but there's more than just for me, so gonna share it with. Hey everyone, and welcome to this edition of the Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. I'm Jim Williams, your host, and this week we are being joined by um, a young lady from the UK. She is an outstanding presenter and also happens to be the face of our podcast. And I'm speaking, of course, of Alicia. Uh, Alicia, welcome to Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. And why don't you tell us a little bit about how you started your career with the uh, website and uh, how you got involved? Sure, sure. So I've been modeling for quite a few years now. That's what I do Mm -hmm. as my job now. So I'm a full-time model. But before that, I worked in lingerie. So actually, I've always worked in lingerie, one way or another. There you go. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But I was a bra fitter before that. And I've always been a massive lingerie addict. Just, it's one of my favorite things. It's what I love to indulge myself in. It's what I love to buy. It's just something that I love a lot. And I'd heard of lingerie lowdown. Mm -hmm. But I'm always a little bit hesitant to approach people. Sure. It's something that I'm working on with myself. Um, But actually, my lovely friend, Sophia Smith, um, kind of got me on board. I think she recommended me to Scott, the chap who runs Lingerie Lowdown. Mm -hmm. And it all went from there. He got in touch. He asked if I wanted to be part of the team. And I said, yes, please. I would absolutely love to. Kind of all of my favorite things together. So There you go. It rolled up into one, made it a simple transition. Exactly. I think uh, if we could for a moment talk a bit about uh, coming in from the technical side, you mm-hmm. you have an experience that is something that is, is very important. And how have you been able to take that expertise and develop it uh, into your presenting skills? So for me, it really applies. I don't have a lot of experience with tights, stocking mm-hmm. things like that. Sure. I don't think there's as much technically about them as compared to say bras or anything that's a bit more fit based. Sure. I do go on a little bit about bra fit. I have to stop myself <laughs> when I'm recording my reviews, but it's because it's what I know. Right. So I can kind of, when I try a bra on, I obviously I can tell how it fits me, mm-hmm. but I can also say, okay, so maybe it doesn't fit me that great, but maybe for a lady who's, a little bit more narrow in the rib cage, it would be perfect, mm-hmm. or a lady who's a little bit taller. So it, I think it helps me a lot with my recommendations. So I, I have that overall view of how things fit different bodies, and I can relate that from myself as well. So it's it is it's a it's a good skill to have, and yeah, I sure. try to help as many people as I can, whatever what way I can yeah. with it. There you go. Um... One of the things that becomes, uh, I guess, the biggest question uh, is that why is it, I suppose, that when you go to different places, uh, people mm-hmm. shop at a different shop, uh, Victoria's Secret, a Agent Provocateur, any of those major companies or wherever you get them, uh, mm-hmm. it seems like the biggest complaint is that there's no uniformity. Yeah. And... Perhaps you could speak to that for a moment. Sure. It's it's one of the things that frustrates people most about bra shopping because 
you can be, I mean, I have bras ranging from a 28 back to a 32 and they fit just as well from an E cup to a G, you know, it's, mm-hmm. it's so varied. And I think it always will be. Um, it comes down to a few things. I'll try and keep it fairly brief so I don't turn into a lecturer. We, that's um, okay. We don't, we have nothing but time. So go. <laughs> you, you may keep it brief if you wish, but if you feel, feel the need to just, uh, just elaborate, go ahead. <laughs> um, one of the main things is that different style. Well, well, first of all, everyone's body is different. Sure. Sounds obvious, but everyone's body and everyone's breasts are very, very different. Um, mm-hmm. People have different fullness in different areas, different shapes. There's a lot going on there. So that's kind of already not an issue, but already something to consider. Then there's the fact that um, different bra styles fit differently. So a balconette bra fits differently to a plunge bra. Mm -hmm. Sorry, let's move the cat off the keyboard. Sorry about that. Um, So then you've got kind of the battle between the different styles. Some ladies just can't wear a plunge bra. It doesn't give them enough support. Some ladies can only wear balconette bras. Mm. So you've got all that as well. Bra sizes and fit will always vary because different fabrics fit differently. Different styles of bra fit differently. Different companies use different fit models with different bust shapes. So myself and a friend might wear exactly the same size bra i wear a 32e most we -hmm. might wear the same size bra but we might have totally different boobs you know so she might wear a brand that i can't wear and i might wear a brand she can't wear um i know that's all a lot of information at once but i hope that it somewhat makes sense as to why it's always so different everywhere you shop every brand you shop with every style I don't think you get too much information. I think that there's never uh, too much information. I think the most important thing that people know is that that they're not alone when things, uh, when they go shopping and realize, wait a minute, uh, I bought this here and it didn't fit. Now I bought this and it did. So yeah, I wouldn't, I think there's nothing that you've given here that cannot be uh, used by someone so it was good information for that question um, i think that oh sorry i told you this oh, was my, <laughs> my oh. thing that i can talk about for years okay um, I think the most important thing is for people to be able to recognize what is a good fit mm-hmm. then okay so say you wear a 34f right you can go into a shop buy a thir- well try on a 34f if you can identify the parts that aren't fitting you can then figure out what size you need instead. Mm-hmm. So even though it is frustrating that different brands fit differently, if you put a bit of time into figuring out what you do like in a bra and what fit you like best, you can just use it as a starting point. You can just kind of try on a few surrounding that back size, surrounding that cup size until you're mm-hmm. happy with the fit. You may end up with four different bras in four different sizes, but Mm -hmm. as long as they're comfortable, that's fine. doesn't matter. You know, um, I think something that might be interesting is now that you're heavily involved in the, um, in the modeling aspect of it, what's a, what's a week like in the life of Felicia? Ooh. (laughs) 
Just a general. No, you don't have to go, you know, take your time. No rush. I shoot probably on average three or four times a week. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, but that could be anything. I do do a lot of lingerie modeling, mainly because it's what I love. Mm-hmm. So if I'm given any input into a shoot at all, sometimes I'm not, sometimes I am. It's fine either way. Mm-hmm. But if I have an input, it will be lingerie based. I also spend an awful lot of time looking for lingerie. Mm-hmm. So looking for amazing bargains, combing through sales. I'm always looking for something new and shiny, something pretty and something comfy as well. Comfort is always a big thing. So, Do you have any... No, go ahead. No, 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 go, go. I'm... You I go ahead. <laughs> I was just going to say, do you have any tips for shopping? Ooh. I mean, come on, we're talking to an expert here, so I know. <laughs> often get to talk to experts who understand shopping. If you can figure out what size fits you in each brand, you kind mm-hmm. of have, um, you have power over the sales, if that makes sense. Sure. Um, if you know what size fits you in a panache, what size fits you in a freya, you can go and find maybe the less common sizes that you know fit you, or you can go straight into a sale and just pick them out straight away. It takes a lot of the guesswork out of it. So it really is worth figuring out your size in different brands because that is the way to get the best bargains, in my opinion. You okay. can just go straight, for, straight through the size search and just fill your boots, fill your basket, and have a fairly secure knowledge that most of what you've bought will probably fit okay. So knowledge is power. Then Knowledge is definitely power. Um, what else could I say? Definitely follow your favorite brands on social media because they do more discount codes than you think. It's always good to know when a sale's going live so you can get in there before everyone else. So following your favorite brands is a good thing as well. And you get to look at pretty lingerie all day. So that's always nice. <laughs> Not a bad way to go. Um, no. How about some of the smaller groups and designers? Any anybody you you would uh, uh, tab and say, you know what, you may not know this one, but you should. One of my favorite brands that I've followed for quite a few years is Playful Promises. They are a, I believe they're London based. They're definitely UK based. I think they're based in London, mm-hmm. and they they're very small very independent but over the past year or so they've absolutely exploded and it's been really amazing to watch they're one of my favorite smaller brands and they also do a fantastic size range um a lot of brands are a little bit afraid to expand into fuller bust or smaller back because obviously it's it's a new ground you don't know how it's going to go you don't know if it will be popular mm-hmm. playful promises have always been quite um little bit daring you know they give things a go so definitely a brand to check out if you're kind of perhaps full of burst or slimmer or maybe if you struggle to shop elsewhere and you're looking for really beautiful lingerie from an independent brand it's always nice to support independent brands as well Mm -hmm. um that is kind of my number one recommendation i do love that brand so that's that's something to keep an eye out for then yeah, and they're getting big. Actually, they just uh, they just launched in Australia, so they're they're slowly taking over the world. <laughs> so for our fans down under, um, there's Ooh. plenty of um, opportunity there. Yeah, for sure. 
Absolutely. All right. What's um now in our pre-interview, you talked about um, Italy and uh, passion mm -hmm. for that. Tell us a little bit about uh, your your passion for the Italian scene. Oh, I love Italy. <laughs> I I'm very lucky. I have family in Italy, so I get to visit quite often. And I just feel so at home there. It's I think the thing is when I'm when I'm in the UK, I'm always working. I don't really stop. I'm always doing something. You know, even if I have a day off, I'm I'm still thinking about doing something, planning something. When I'm in Italy, I just do nothing. I enjoy visiting beautiful villages. I go to the beach. I go out for dinners that last for hours. I just kind of totally relax and just enjoy it. And it really has a much more relaxed pace of life. It's much more, it's more about enjoyment I find when I'm over there. So I kind of have two very different lives. <laughs> My UK life where I'm always very, very busy and working and growing and doing things. And then beautiful Italy, which is really just a place of peace for me I just get to relax enjoy I try not to think too much about anything I still do of course I never turn off I'm terrible for that but it's it's a beautiful place and if you haven't visited anyone listening you really must especially Tuscany region it's just lovely uh we have some Instagram questions yes uh, you ready mm -hmm. all right here we go have you always been confident in front of the camera? No, not at all. <laughs> um, it's been quite a transformation. I was growing up, I didn't have a lot of confidence at all. I was extremely shy. I would never have willingly had a photo taken of myself. That would have been a nightmare. That really would have been the thing I wanted least to be photographed. All right. So you're a bit camera shy then to begin with. Yeah little no, not much confidence at all um I actually the first photo shoot I ever did was one of the I don't know if you've seen them you kind of pay to get a makeover get a really glamorous photo oh, yeah, shoot sure. boost. Mm -hmm. so I think I was I, I feel like I was 19 or 20 when I did that it was a little while ago and I was a bag of nerves through the whole thing. I, I, I kind of enjoyed it, but I was very out of my comfort zone. Mm -hmm. It was a new experience. And to my absolute astonishment, people really liked the photos and started to get in touch with me. And I was just <laughs> amazed. I just, I, it wasn't anything I ever thought would happen to me. It wasn't anything I ever considered. I never thought about being a model before then. And then it all kind of snowballed from there. I started meeting other photographers. And now I think I probably spend more time in front of a camera than, than not. It's almost second nature to me. I just, I see a camera, I pose. It's, it's kind of automatic to me now. But quite a transformation. It hasn't always been that way at all. What about color? Do you have a favorite color in that regard? In terms of lingerie? Yes. Uh-huh. Ooh, I really go for kind of the jewel tones are my favorite sort mm -hmm. of colors, so like emerald greens, ruby reds, anything quite deep and luxurious. I, re I love luxurious sort mm -hmm. of lingerie. So lovely deep plums. I'm not that big on black. 
I know that's a classic, but it doesn't excite me. I, I love beautiful colours. That's what, what I really like. Although I do, I do like the odd nude set as well. You know, a kind of beigey skin illusion look could look quite sexy as well. But in general, lovely deep colours are, are the ones for me. What about style? Do you have a favourite style? Definitely anything vintage inspired. When I started modelling, I was exclusively a pin-up and vintage model, which is quite funny. I actually had a message um, yesterday from someone saying, oh, the vintage look really suits you. You should do it more. <laughs> I thought, I have. <laughs> Once upon a time, it was all I did. So I'm very familiar with brands like What Katie Did, Kiss Me Deadly, all of the kind of vintage reproduction brands. And even though I do much more of a modern glamour look now, I'm still drawn to high-waist briefs, high-waist panties, mm -hmm. beautiful bras with thick straps, mm -hmm. uh, the fender belt, stockings, the whole kind of vintage look. It's a little bit modernised now, but it's still what I love. You know, it's funny. Um, you bring that up because I had, um, you know, you were kind enough to provide me with uh, links to your um, to your photos and clearly you could very well have been just as comfortable in the 40s and 50s uh, because you have that kind of um, classic throwback look. Yes. It's, it's a look I love doing. It's a look that when I was younger, I spent a lot of time perfecting. And mm -hmm. I think that even when I try to do different things now, it's still, it's like it's in my blood. It still wants to come out, this vintage glamazon within me. So I am actually, I'm looking to do more vintage work now. I've kind of, I went a bit modern. Now I'm taking it back a bit, a bit more 50 style stuff is on the way. So that mm -hmm. will be quite exciting. Well, it's funny because um, I think that, you know, very much you're a person of the moment and of the now, but mm. to be able to to adapt your you know, your style to uh, the classics of the '40s and '50s and early '60s is quite um, is quite a fun, I would assume, trans transformation to go back in time without accidentally using a time machine. Yeah, it's good fun. It's totally different. I mean. Even the way the lingerie fits is very, very different. Um, comfort wasn't the main <laughs> attraction back then. No. We are very lucky to have. I mean, now we throw our underwear on and it's lovely and comfortable, you know. Mm -hmm. The stuff back then, you know, girdles, uh, little corsets, it's not, mm. not painful, but it's certainly not what I would want to be wearing all day long. Right. Um, yeah. What are some of the your favorite things that you have showcased in your presentations on the site? Oh, I, I love bodysuits. I'm obsessed with bodysuits. I don't know why. I've been, I've been thinking about it a lot lately, and I can't figure out what it is that I love about bodysuits. Regardless, I've been lucky enough to be sent quite a few fabulous bodysuits, including a really nice one by Forever 21, which is like mm -hmm. a mesh one with wraps, and that's I knew I loved that as soon as I got it out of the packet. I just knew, and it looks lovely. Um, I've also had a bodysuit covered in little gems, which is beautiful. 
what else? Oh, I have, I reviewed a fantastic suspender belt by Dream Girls that had these little gold chains all attached to it. And every time you move, it almost makes you feel like a very kind of high-end belly dancer. So that's one of my favorites as well. <laughs> so basically you jingled. You're very much like a, like a fairy, yeah. like a fairy, yeah. you know, a Christmas fairy going about. Absolutely. It was one of those, when I saw it on the front of the packet, I thought, mm, not sure about this one. But as soon as I opened it and put it on, I, I thought, actually, I feel, I feel very fabulous. I am jingling. It's very beautiful suspender belt. Mm. And so without specifically naming a brand, can you remember something that you went, oh, God, this is, you know, it seemed like a good idea at first, but my goodness, it wasn't when, when I gave it a go. I've had some disappointing types from high-end brands. Mm-hmm. Um, my kind of tight budget, because I'm more of a bras and pants girl, I don't, I will invest a lot in a beautiful lingerie set, mm-hmm. but I don't tend to spend a huge amount on tights or stockings. I'm a bit more of a budget girl on that regard. Cool. So if I'm sent something that's worth 30, 40 pounds, I'm expecting it to be, you know, the most fantastic pair of tights I have ever worn. Do you know what I mean? Something really, really incredible. And I think that a lot of the budget brands are doing it better. I really think in my experience, at least reviewing for Lingerie Lowdown, mm-hmm. some of the more higher end ones need to up their game a little bit. I think sometimes brands can rely too much on their name, I think. So basically it's like you you buy a brand name and we we buy that. We do that in anything. It's not just specifically clothing or others where we yeah. might buy something because it, it is the brand that everybody else buys and then yeah. realize, wait a minute, this is not, <laughs> I, I'm not so sure this is, was the best idea I've ever made. Yeah. Um, and so you, you, you tend to say, okay, well, Maybe they're resting on the laurels and not really going yeah. out and, and working as hard as some of the, uh, the newer and uh, more innovative yeah. brands. Yes. And I think newer brands and lower priced brands have to, well, I don't know, not work harder, but they need to be better. They need to work to make people want them. Do you know what I mean? Sure. I mean, yeah. at the end of the day, um, one of the things that you, that you provide as does the entire uh, site and and presenters is mm. feedback that um, yeah manufacturers should be paying attention to because mm. if you are saying it's not necessarily uh, well made or, or could have been done a little better this way or that way um, one would hope that they would take that into consideration because if you're the person you know an expert it's like going out and being a food critic right yeah. If you go out and say, uh, we both have a passion for pasta. So if you go out and say, hey, wait a minute, hey, wait a minute, you know, this was good, but it was nowhere near what it could have been if it would yes. have added some more basil to it or if you'd have, you know. That's exactly it. It's but, almost like, mm-hmm. some, I think some of these tights brands, to me, this is getting very abstract. Okay. <laughs> it's like a very well-known Italian restaurant that everybody goes to. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's high end, it's high priced, but you go in there and you sit down and you think, oh, I could have made this. Do you know what I mean? 
Yeah, I mean, I, it happens to me all the time because I'll go and it's yeah. like it's a trendy restaurant, right? Yeah. yeah. You go to the trendy restaurant, you get a small portion of, mm-hmm. you know, which is totally, as you know, as you're with your love of Italy, you know that when you go into a small restaurant and you get a small portion of Italian food, you've gone to the wrong Italian restaurant. Yeah. <laughs> that is not the way Italians eat and that's oh, not yeah. the way most of the time Italians go. So I can go to a neighborhood place, get my mm-hmm. favorite dish, and you know they can basically it becomes a food orgy. Or I can go to a trendy Italian restaurant and get half of what I wanted and pay twice as much for it. Yeah, that's yeah. So if that's that analogy fits, then that that would be the analogy. Yeah, it, yeah, it's exactly how I feel about some of the things I've reviewed. Um, on the other hand, I've had some really impressive budget reviews that I, I've done and you're kind of thinking oh my god how is this only six seven pounds and I always say in my reviews if I would have paid more for it I will say if something's really good quality I'll say actually this could have been double the price and I would have been happy do you know what I mean yeah so I am, I'm always very honest definitely okay honesty is the best policy mm-hmm. all right you ready to play a quick, fun game where don't think about this, okay? Just okay, okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna throw things out there. It's an A or B situation, okay, and you just okay. first thing pops in your head. Okay, ready? For it. Mm-hmm. Silk or nylon? Nylon. Lace floral. Lace, always lace. Brief bong. Brief. Bra bralettes. Oh, gotta be bras. Padded nut. Oh, mm, padded. Swimmer bikini. Bikini. Summer winter. Winter. Agent provocateur, Victoria's Secret. Agent provocateur. Sheer opaque. Sheer. Black nude. Mm, nude. Tight stockings. Stockings always. All right. Now, here's one for you. You did well. Okay. <laughs> there's there's no wrong answer, okay? So there's no <laughs> really, there's, yeah, no losing in this deal. Um give me five items mm-hmm. that everyone should have in their um collection. Okay. Five I- things are there must haves. Must-haves in their lingerie wardrobe. Yes, ma'am. So, 100%, you need a nice suspender belt, which is comfy and will hold your stockings up all night. Some of some of the fashion ones won't. Your stockings will pop off all night and it will frustrate the hell out of you. So, invest in a good suspender belt, definitely. Um, I'm having a think. Everyone needs a super comfy bra, which may not be the prettiest, but the one that feels like you're wearing nothing. Everyone needs one of those. And I think most people have one. It may be the bra you've had for like five years, but it's still the most comfortable thing in the world. You keep that bra and enjoy it. Um, So that's two. Something very sexy to make you feel sexy and confident. So for me, that would be a really sexy bodysuit. That whatever someone's 
kind of confidence item is. You need something that's like the little black dress of your lingerie wardrobe, whatever it is. Um, so your little black dress, your little black lingerie dress. That's three. Oh, this is tricky. I'm thinking. <laughs> no VPL knickers. Briefs, sorry. So they're the ones where you can't see the panty line on the back. So if okay. you have an elegant evening event, you can enjoy your comfy knickers and not have to worry about that. Mm -hmm. Finally. Ooh. Oh, I'm not very good at this one. <laughs> um, one of the things that is always constantly asked of me hmm. is, you know, what do, can you get your wife, in my case? Oh, uh, yes. That is, I mean, men always seem to buy lingerie for women that they like, okay? Yeah. They meaning the men like. Mm -hmm. It is not necessarily always the same thing. As a matter of fact, it's been my case. More often than not, it hasn't been the, the no. best thing. Um, so I've taken to buying things like a a lovely silk robe or something along those Ooh, lines. That's a very good one, yeah. But what yeah. to those of us out here who have you know the men who are totally clueless about this, mm -hmm. please, I beg you, please, 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 give us some guidance as the holidays are coming. Yes. <laughs> um, when I was a bra fitter, the period after Christmas was the busiest because it was just ladies returning things their poor partners had bought for them. <laughs> uh, Been there, done that, yes. Yeah, but you're absolutely right. Sometimes the things that ladies want to wear, not the, as similar as what their partner might pick for them. Mm -hmm. You absolutely nailed it with robes. Robes are actually, they're one of my favorite items. I just, I don't think I consider them as lingerie, but they kind of are, aren't they? They're I still- so, yeah. I mean, yeah. If, you, if you purchase the right one. Yeah, a beautiful robe that can make you feel very kind of pretty and elegant. You know, you can have a lovely silky one or lace. That's a good option. Otherwise, Oh, I know it's certificates probably are better. Yeah, I was thinking it sounds so thoughtless, but gift vouchers. Um, sometimes, I mean, what we were saying earlier, the fact that you're different bra sizes in, in every shop, every brand, even in good faith, if a lovely partner tries to guess his partner's size by checking her bra labels, you're still probably going to get it wrong, bless you. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> so, if you give the gift certificate, right, mm -hmm. there's nothing you can mess up, number one. And number two, the person you give it to is likely to reward you by getting something that they like, but that you would appreciate. Is that a fair statement? I think so. I think the best way to go about it is to... Get a nice gift card, but present it nicely, you know, in a pretty envelope or even a little box. So it's, it's a little bit more of a gift. And just say, treat yourself, buy what you want, what you like. And to be honest, if your lady is feeling comfortable and sexy, mm -hmm. that, you know, that's, that's all you want, really, that's isn't it? That's, yeah. yeah. Alicia, I know that, um, you know, one of your main 
passions is animal rights and animals Mm -hmm. of all types and protecting them. So one of the fun things uh, we had a chance to chat about in our pre-interview was that passion and your, your end goal. Why don't you talk a little bit about your passion for animals and what you hope someday to accomplish? I absolutely love animals. Um, I've always grown up with animals, cats specifically. That's, you know, my name is Alice Katz, Alicia Kitten. I am a total cat lady, but I, I love all animals. I don't, I even love spiders. You know, I'm not, I don't discriminate against any kind of animal. I love them all. Um, I will send all mine to you then. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know, send the spiders over. I just let them get on with their lives. I don't mind them. <laughs> okay. One of the things that I would really like to do and what I think would fulfill me a lot is to do more for animals. So at the moment, I have my my lovely rescue cat. I donate to a few animal charities, but I would like to do more myself. So my real goal, it's, it's a big one, but I think I can do it. Um, once I kind of build my modeling career and get stable, I would love to run an animal sanctuary. It's something I would just love to help all of the animals that nobody wants to adopt, basically, because they only get so long in the shelters. If they don't get adopted, that's end of the line for them. So I would like to run somewhere where I can take them on give them some love or if they don't want love give them some time to themselves you know all animals are different but just actually do something to help them because I don't feel I do enough I my heart is really in looking after animals that's what gives me the most joy and the most love out of everything that I do so of your fans out there Mm. would it be fair to say that one of the things they could do as a fan and perhaps even send Instagram pictures or something along those lines is if they would go out and uh, on a local basis adopt Mm -hmm. a pet be it a cat or a dog or whatever uh, Mm -hmm. from the local shelter uh, could they send you a picture of the animals just to show that they're supporting your cause? Absolutely Um, I've always been a massive supporter of adopting adopt don't shop there's so many animals out there needing homes and I love seeing them. And my followers often send me pictures of their pets and I love it. And it was my birthday last week now. Happy birthday. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I said, look, send me pictures of your animals. I want to see them. It just makes me very happy. So that's definitely something I would always encourage. Trying to do what you can for your local rescue, your local shelter. They're always under a lot of strain because there are more strays and more abandoned animals than anywhere can cope with really. So if you do love animals, go out there, make a donation, donate some food, donate some litter, just anything, even the smallest things can make such a difference to the shelter being able to run well and to that animal's life as well. How about um, giving some uh, ways that we can follow you on social media? Okay, so here we go. Right. <laughs> um, so I kind of have, so it depends who you are and what you're after. So my kind of brand for my professional modeling and the one that ladies 
tend to prefer to follow is mm-hmm. Alice Katz. So on Instagram, that's Alice Katz with an underscore. Katz with a K, correct. Yep. If you are a gentleman listening who is a fan of my glamour work, then you're going to want to be following Alicia Kitten. So took me a long time to figure this out, but I've, I've separated them. So there's something for everyone. So I have Alice Katz, which is where I post a lot of my creative work, anything that's kind of more photography art based. And that's on Instagram or is that a website? Yeah, Instagram. Oh, I do have a website, but I I don't do as much with it as I should. I think a lot of people are guilty of that. Yeah. Um, So the the two Instagrams are Alice underscore cats. Alice cats with underscore afterwards. Mm Mm-hmm. And the and second is underscore Alicia Kitten. Okay. And then the uh, website is? Website's a bit more simple. It's just alicecats.com. If okay. you're someone who's interested in working with me, that's probably the best one to give you an idea of the way I shoot and the looks I can do. And I'm also on Purpleport, which is the biggest modeling website in the UK. Mm-hmm. And that's where you can see all of my references and all my different shoot styles and kind of get a bit more of an idea of what it's like to work for me. Or with you. Uh, yeah, with me. That's exactly what I meant. <laughs> I'm sorry. Not at all. Well, look, it's been a delight, uh, a great pleasure. Thank you very much and continued success. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It's been an absolute pleasure. And hopefully we will talk again at some point. Special thanks to Alicia for joining us here today on Lingerie Lowdown, the podcast. Again, thanks to Alicia and to all of you who joined us. May you have a very happy and safe holiday season. We'll be back with another guest in two weeks' time, all right? So for myself, Jim Williams, and the entire team at Lingerie Lowdown, we wish you nothing but a safe and happy holiday season. See ya in January.